Someone just got a hell of a deal. Let's get into it. Another week, another list, another win in the comic community. A sale that I think went missed by many. Hit the like, slap the subscribe button, and can we please talk about this damn newsstand at number 10, Gem? Number 10 on the list, we have Incredible Hulk 256 in a newsstand that sold less than what the direct market went for. But before we get there, we gotta talk about the first appearance of Sabra, this Israeli mutant who was announced during D23 to be a part of Captain America new world order and since then we got a slew of new announcements tim blake nelson gonna reprise his role as the leader harrison ford gonna portray general thunderbolt ross i think the shift in attention has caused this book to sell for undervalue now, the CGC 9.4 did what it was supposed to. There are 18 copies on the census, and on September 15th, it sold for $269. Its direct market counterpart selling for only $229 the day before. And that $229, that was a record high. The 9.6, there are 36 copies in existence. We have a direct sale for $329. However, the newsstand sold October 23rd, later that same month, for 134. That is an all-time low, and it was a newsstand. They go and miss, Jim. The 9.8 did the same thing. There are only 26 copies on the census. A direct market edition on October 12th sold for $810, but on October 27th, the newsstand sold for just $755. What do you think about this newsstand sales selling for less than what the direct market copy sold for weeks before? And do yourself a favor, support the show, and download the best comic app in existence, Key Collector Comics. Utilize Kotom 101 to unlock a free two-week subscription of the app in its entirety. Get access to every category as well as the runners up list we source only 10 record-breaking sales to report on on our weekly video there are over 40 record breakers that you gotta see Moving on to number nine on the list, we have Tales of Suspense, issue number eight from 1960. Now, this is the first appearance of Monstro, which is a giant octopus, and we have been seeing Marvel and DC utilizing huge octopi in their movies, but I'm sure this is more of a collector that just really wanted this book. A CGC 5.0 sold for $265 back in 2019. It's up 40% with this all-new record-breaking sale of $372. This is such a cool book. You know, we're talking Jack Kirby, Stanley goodness. This is pre-hero. And we have a under $400 sale, you know, for a mid-grade Silver Age book. This right here shows that there are some books undervalued in the marketplace still, especially when we consider like the giant monstrosities we've seen hit the screen, both Marvel and DC respectively. I mean, we have uh, Shumagorath recently, but also Starro and the Suicide Squad. And we were just talking about a giant octopus on the Hot 10 with Submariner Hot Damn. That's right, we just talked about Namor looking at that huge octopus, but never interacting with it. Moving on to number eight on the list, we have Showcase 56 taking it to the Silver Age, 1965, the first appearance of Psycho Pirate. Psycho Pirate, a key individual throughout Crisis on Infinite Earths. You know, this is the team up between the Anti-Monitor, controlling emotions between different dimensions. That makes him go crazy because that's his superpower. More James Gunn spec, I presume. You can't have a crisis without the Psycho Pirate. And yes, maybe James Gunn will utilize this character in the future. And that could be why this book just broke record. A 9.0 sold for $281 back in 2021 during the comic boom. 
42% increase now with its all-new record-breaking sale of $400. There's 175 total graded slabs on the census, the highest being a 9.6, which there are only eight copies of, last selling in 2020 for $1,680. Next at the list at number seven, we're taking it back to 2012. New 52 goodness, Scott Snyder brilliance, possibly the best Batman comic to have ever been written. We have Batman. Issue number six. No, for sure. The Court of Owls was a huge introduction into Batman and Gotham City lore. This is the first full team appearance, and the CGC 9.8 newsstand just broke record. It sold for $700 back in September, and it's up 26%, now selling for $883. Kind of a slow burn in the pages of this series. We have seen the Court of Owls appear in media multiple times over the years. The Court of Owls appearing in the animated Batman movie, Batman vs. Robin in 2015, two different video games, Lego DC Supervillains and the recent Gotham Knights, and also two TV series, Gotham and the Harley Quinn animated series. And to put in perspective how important this sale is, we got to look at the census and we got to look at the direct market editions. There are 198 total CGC 9.8s on the census, and we have a record high in March of 2022 of $597 for the direct edition. We have the last sale, which has taken a hit, selling for $325 on November 4th. The newsstand effect is real, doubling the value if it has that barcode in a 9.8. This may be an optimal time to invest in some DC keys. Next at the list, keeping it going with Strange Tales issue number 179. We have the first appearance of Pip the Troll in nearly a year to the date when he appeared in the post credit scene with Star Fox with arrows. And it's also a double key as it's the second appearance of Magus, the evil counterpart of Adam Warlock, who we may see show up in Guardians Volume 3. This book never crossed the $1,000 marker up until Eternals featured him at the end with Patton Oswald portraying Pip the Troll. It then spiked to $1,275 in 2021. We have a new 9.8 record leading sale set this past week, an increase of 40%. Pip the Troll and his loincloth sold for $1,781, hot damn. Now, we know we're getting Adam Warlock in Guardians Volume 3. We saw the cocoon at the end of Volume 2, but when James Gunn was asked specifically about Eros, Star Fox, and whether or not we'll see him in the movie, he said, nope. The exact quote is, I'm setting the record straight. Star Fox doesn't pop up. Nope. And although that implies that we will not see Star Fox, and since he was featured with Pip the Troll, it could mean we're not going to see either character for quite some time i'll remind the community about spider-man no way home and the multiple lies that multiple actors and actresses said on the mic trying to lead us to a different direction they lied about daredevil they lied about multiple spider-man those liars Moving on to number five on the list, we have Showcase Issue 60 from 1966, the first appearance of the Spectre in the Silver Age. The classic godlike character that dabbles in the supernatural could only be specked upon now more than ever because of James Gunn. We have a 9.0 hitting 810 in May, up 67%, now selling for $1,350. Yeah, not only does it seem like the DCEU is interested in our Golden Age heroes, but Jeff Johns is going to be interested in doing a new ongoing series next year. 
Jeff Johns loves the JSA. Black Adam featured Dr. Fate. Clearly, the JSA in general is a focus of the heads of DC. And with James Gunn in charge, members are trying to get early spec in because they believe in the direction that he can steer that ship. Because it was sinking for quite a long time. I want to hear from the community. Do you think this has to do with James Gunn or more about Black Adam featuring JSA characters? Because this is a mighty climb for a respectable Silver Age key. But the fact that it happened so recently, there's not a whole lot that's happened over in the DC arena. Next at the list at number four, Star Wars Thrawn number five, the one in 25 ratio variant has the community completely forgot about the next big bad coming to Star Wars. The next Darth Vader, we have Thrawn, Grand Admiral Thrawn. That's right, and we're talking about the 1 out of 25 ratio, the variant covered by Raphael Albuquerque. A 9.6 came to market and broke record, previously selling for $350 back in August, up 171%, now selling for $950. An increase of 171% is mighty, especially when you look at the 9.8s. There's a total of 31 copies graded on the census in total. However, 9.8s only make up 20 copies, and one sold weeks ago, for $100 less than this 9.6 sale, it sold for $800. So either a member overpaid or they were getting tired of fighting for a high-grade copy, trying to secure what Grand Admiral Thrawn appearances and cover appearances, especially scarce appearances, while they still can. And let's not forget that Grand Admiral Thrawn was mentioned by name by Ahsoka Tana herself in The Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 5. Make sure to take a look at the runners-up list because issue three, the one in 25 variant, also broke records this past week. At the list at number three, possibly the best Silver Surfer cover to come out in the Silver Age. With all that Kirby crackle, we have FF issue 72 debuting in 1968, an iconic cover done by the king of comics. With an eerily similar cover to Fantastic Four issue 50, but I guess how many different ways can you depict the surfer? A CGC 9.4 came to market and broke record. It sold for $1,680 back in May, and it's up 49%, now selling for $2,500. A near 50% uptick this past week for this book, and it's well-deserving. I mean, take a look at the Kirby Crackle, as mentioned. The negative space, the red, the black, the watcher, the power cosmic. And we have only five copies of this book graded at a 9.8. A total census count of 1,590 slabs exist. The 9.8 last recorded sale was back in 2019 for $9,700. 9.6, there's 33 copies that exist. The last one sold January of this year for 4200 Yeah, sounds like some price correction to me. Moving on to number two, we have Supernatural Thrillers, issue number one from 1972. This would set the precedence for swamp-based comic book characters moving forward. Theodore Sturgeon's chilling horror story would debut in 1940 and would inspire multiple plant-based monstrosities. Many members think back to the Golden Age, to The Heap's first appearance in Air Fighters Comics, issue number three, that debuted two years after this 1940s short story as the major influence of Swamp Thing and Man Thing both. However, all three of them were inspired by this short story. After Marvel and DC would make their way to the comic books with their version of a plant-based character, it would take a couple of years for the adaption of this character, It, 
in comic books. So not so much supernatural thrillers inspiring those characters, but more the it story that this would finally adapt. We have a CGC 9.8 record breaker here, selling for $2,350 back in 2012. It's up 43% now, selling for $3,360. There's a total of 128 copies graded on the CGC census, five of which are graded at a 9.8, 14 at a 9.6. The last 9.6 to sell was back in June for $505, and that happened this year. Moving on to number one on the list, Halloween just ended, and we haven't even gone to Thanksgiving yet, but collectors are specking on their Christmas comics. We're talking about a Golden Age book from 1954, The Vault of Horror, issue 35. This was a Christmas horror story that was adapted for the 1972 movie. There's a lonely 163 graded copies on the census, three of which are in a 9.6. The only GPA sale of that was back in 2002. It was a pedigree and it sold for $2,800. 9.4, there are six copies in existence, last selling in 2014 for $2,600. There are two 9.2s, five copies graded at a 9.0. Last one sold in December 2020 for 4K and five 8.5s last selling in June of this year for 4600 more than the 9.0 sold just two years prior. Which brings us to the CGC 7.5. It sold for $1,000 in 2019. Here we are, 2022, 176% increase, selling for $2,760. In this story, as Jem Mint stated, was adapted to the film, we have a wife who murders her husband on Christmas Eve and then is visited by a psychopathic man dressed as Saint Nick. Have you seen this movie? Did it mess up your childhood just like mine? Let me know in the comment section below. Hit the like and subscribe button and as always, geek responsibly and stay minty fresh. Enough said. Join myself and Jem Mint on the best new place to buy and sell comic books. Jem, where they gotta go? They gotta go to Whatnot. Since the convention season has come to an end, I'm on there three times a week. Tom, how many times a week you on Whatnot? Yo, I'm trying to hit at least twice a week, but sometimes three. Join myself, Fire Guy Ryan, Heron Heavens. We have the whole Whatnot Wednesday squad. We do like nine hours worth of selling every single Wednesday, and we start with you at 2 p.m., my brother. That's right, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. You gotta check us out on Whatnot Wednesdays. We also have two other videos for you to check out. We made them for you, the best community in the world. Enjoy them, and have a great week.